Hey there, and welcome back to another episode of Dream Chasers Podcast. Um, this is part two of basketball tryouts. Um, I want to thank everybody. Uh, there's been a lot of good feedback from the first podcast, and hopefully this is helping um, you know kids reach their goals and helping parents understand how to prepare their kids for basketball tryouts. I'm going to pick up right where we left off. Um, one thing I want to I want to talk about is making sure that you come in shape. Um, I know we talked about this just a little bit, but make sure when you walk through those gym doors that, uh, you know, you're not the last in sprint. Uh, make sure you're not the one that's, uh, that's, that's getting tired when they're, when we're doing, when they're doing drills and, um, you know, they're, they're actually looking for, looking for who they're going to pick. They're going to, they're going to pick the kids that are going to be the best options for the team. And if you're coming in, not in shape, um, they they may not pick you. So make sure you come in shape. Um, I don't care if you play another sport, find time in between to do some type of conditioning. Um, that's always going to look good for coaches. I mean, coaches want to see who's going to be able to uh, to be able to help the team down the stretch. And down the stretch, you know, typically a lot of people are tired. So they, they kind of run through the bench. So make sure to come in shape. A um, couple pet peeves for coaches. Uh, coaches don't like reminding players certain things. So um, if, if they're constantly coming back to you and they're saying certain things and trying to remind you or they're coming back to your son or daughter and they're reminding you about something that you're possibly doing wrong, those are strikes against you. So pay attention to that. Uh, the coach says something uh, really focused for that hour, hour and a half of tryouts and whatever they say, Try to do it to the best of your ability. Don't make them come back and have to repeat something. Or if if they if a group they have the group and the group is doing it wrong, but you're the only one doing it right, you will stand out. So make sure that that your child knows. Um, you know, the coach says, you know, go down and make a move, a crossover, and then behind the back. Don't go crossover in between your legs. Focus for the time that you have to be in there. So really preach to your to your player, uh, son or daughter, that they need to focus on. Um, what the coaches are saying, what the evaluators are saying, uh, because that's always going to look good for them. Uh, make sure when when the coach is talking, always to give eye contact. Don't be looking down on the floor. Um, don't be, um, you know, kind of talking to somebody. That's definitely a no-no. One thing I'll tell you with kids and, and with coaches is just that a lot of kids are going to be nervous, and it's going to be like a lot of nervous energy. Now, some kids are going to want to make jokes to get past the, ner the nervousness. Some kids are going to want to smile or, you know, kind of, they're, they're going to be, it's going to be kind of unorthodox, kind of goofy. Um, sometimes you get kids that they, they want to talk, you know, they talk to other kids. That looks really bad, <laughs> especially if, if you got a, if you got a season coming up, especially with the older that, that the athlete gets, um, you know, if you're, you're talking about high school, if a uh, high school coach is, breaking down something or they're, they're basically in that uh, little bit of preseason right before they do the scrimmages and stuff like that, they're going to be teaching certain things. They're, they're going to teach certain things throughout the season. So if they're teaching and you're over there talking, that's, now they got to go – now they have to stop and correct you or they have to go back and repeat something because somebody wasn't paying attention if you were talking. So when the coach is talking – um, you should you should have your mouth shut. You should have your eyes up. I mean, this is going to give you the best chance. Period. I mean, you could be one of the best players out there, but if you're if you're going to be a problem for the team, some coaches will cut you behind that. And especially the higher up you go, um, they they can always help. They could always help other kids 
to become better players, but better listeners and effort, those are things that you have to give at all times. Don't sweat the small stuff, but sweat the small stuff. So what I mean by that is, um, you know, if you make a mistake, you, you kick the ball out of bounds off your foot, um, you come down, you mess, you mess, the, you mess the, uh, the drill up, or, you know, you, you miss somebody on a pass, stuff like that, don't sweat that. That'll, that'll, that's like almost like building a wall. Um, the more that you worry and worry and worry, uh, the worse your performance is going to be. So make sure the kids know, make sure your kids know that when uh, not only trying out, but playing in a game of basketball, you have to have a short memory. Now, obviously, some things you have to continue to think about. You got to add that in your head. But the small stuff, um, you know, missing shots, um, mishandling the ball, turnovers. You're going to have that happen. You got to turn back around, come back, play defense, and then come back down as if it never happened. You you almost have to play with a short-term memory. And that's the only way that you're going to, that a lot of kids are successful. All right. If you look at some of the, some of the top NBA players or uh, college players that are out there, they have short memories. They come down and they may miss, you know, a shot or two, but they come down, they hit three in a row. I mean, good example, Steph Curry. I've seen him have some games where, First quarter, he had two points, and then by halftime, he's at 22 points. Well, it's just short-term memory. He knows that all he has to do is see the ball go through the hoop, and then that confidence is going to push him forward. So you can't worry about the small stuff. Don't sweat the small stuff. But certain small things you do want to sweat, all right? So if, like if the coach is correcting something and it's little, there may be something that's really, really small, and you're kind of looking around like, you know, with a smile on your face, like, oh, we all know that. But still, if you go out and you make that mistake, that's, that's something, that's a big strike that's against you. So they're writing down in that pad, so-and-so made that mistake. So you need to sweat the small stuff on that. Sweat the small details. If there's, if there's certain details, be very detail-oriented. Um, when, you go, when, you go to, when they go to try out, have, all, have, a lot of, have a lot of almost like a checklist in your head. So tell your kids, like, listen, the coach says something. Make sure, I don't care how little it is, make sure, be sure to do it. You know, be sure, be sure to give yourself a little bit of an advantage because you want to keep that going forward. I mean, there be there may be a different that might be the difference between you and a kid that's right beside you and they pay attention to the details and it's like, oh well, that that particular player doesn't, so we're gonna go with this one, even though this player that we're gonna cut may be more athletic. A lot of times certain those little small things might be the thing that'll get you that'll get you by. All right. Make the right mistakes. Now, I know when I say this, a lot of people are like, well, what is a right mistake? Well, I mean, make the right mistake. Maybe you're going too hard. All right. Maybe you, maybe you, uh, maybe you're, maybe you're um, diving on the floor or maybe, you know, for loose balls and stuff like that, you're going a little too hard in the, in the drill or, you know, maybe, maybe it's something little, but make, make the, make the right mistakes in the sense of, you know, um, something that the coach can say, okay, well, that kid made the mistake, but they made the mistake hustling, out hustling everybody else. They made the mistake trying to please, trying to do exactly what we're asking. Because, you know, if we, if we want to get technical, high school basketball, um, junior high basketball, a lot of this stuff is system-based. And if you can't fit in the system, it doesn't matter how good you are. I mean, 
typically you're going to have to be like an amazing one-on-one basketball player to get by not playing within the system. I mean, you better be able to, to score 30, 40 points a game. Not a lot of people had that. So always, always kind of do what's in, what's within the system, but what's within your power. So like I said, if you, if you're making mistakes, make the, make the mistakes that, you know, you're, you're over hustling, you're, um, you know, you're, you're, you're kind of doing what's best for the team. All right. Um, Effort battles. And I talked about this a little bit in the first podcast, but make sure, make sure effort wise, um, you're always doing whatever, whatever it takes that's going to that's gonna continue to push you and your teammates forward, all right? When I talk about effort, we're talking about talking, you know, we're talking about talking on defense. That's a big deal. If, if, if you're out there and you're playing with a unit, maybe the unit is weak, um, you know, and sometimes you're going to have that. If you're talking um, within that and kind of directing people and stuff like that, that shows leadership. Just like if you're with, let's say you're with the, re- the top returning unit, Okay, if you get out there and you're talking and stuff and stuff is meshing well, then that coaches can look at that and see, hey, I want that kid. You know, I want this kid to be there. You know, I guaranteed if something's not going right or, you know, other people are not talking, you know, sometimes you get some of the some of the better players, they kind of feel like, oh, well, they don't have to talk. They're pretty cool or or whatever. Well, this helps the team out. And then good players recognize that when you when you have somebody that has your back that's talking that's that's, that's looking over your shoulder they're going to reciprocate for you. So if you kind of talk and you kind of put out the effort to be a good teammate, a lot of people are going to return that favor. Okay, make sure you're encouraged. Um, if somebody falls down, pick them up. Um, it, even even within tryouts, if there's a kid that possibly doesn't even have a shot at making the team, and they're gonna they're gonna be in that first line of cuts. Make sure that your athlete is coming over, you're encouraging, uh, no matter what. Everybody. I mean, don't look, don't look down on anybody because, like I said, coaches look for that. I mean, you know, you don't know what's going to happen through the course of the season. Somebody gets hurt, and now you got to put in maybe this sophomore that's not ready, okay? But you got to have a strong – got to have a strong base behind them, all right, period. So, you know, what happens if – you know, you're in tryouts and you're looking at this one particular kid that's shooting the ball over the backboard. They can't play defense. You know they're going to get cut, but you just feel like, oh, well, you know what, let me leave them alone. Let's do it. I'm not saying babysit, but make sure that you're in their ear. Make sure you're in everybody else's ear. If there's something's going on, you know, go over and give somebody a high five after a play. You know what I mean? Make sure you're talking on defense. Make sure you're encouraging. If somebody's, if somebody's, uh, even even if this particular person maybe maybe they to take your spot, all right. Maybe they're maybe they're equal. You're, they're equally um, they're they're equally as skilled as you are, and you guys kind of play the same position. Make sure that you're encouraging because, like I said, I mean, ultimately they're looking for team players. That's what that's what the majority of uh, these teams are going to be looking for. They will, they're looking for somebody that can mesh within their team. Um, and, and that and that can help them to possibly go for go far or go further into sectionals into postseason play. That's what this thing is all about. Especially, I mean, a lot of that, um, you know, especially if if you have a high school son or daughter, these are these are things that you that you want to preach to them that um, you know that can help them to not only get their spot but to secure it. I mean, they'll they'll always find minutes for the positive players. 
obviously you're going to have to be able to play a little bit, but they're always going to, they're always going to have room for that particular person that can un- uplift their team. Okay. Make sure, just like what I said, um, loose balls. Uh, if there's any loose balls, rebounds, ball on the floor, tell your son or daughter to go get those. That's like money in the bank. It's not going to change. So make sure, um, you know, a lot, of, a lot of kids just feel like, oh, I'm going to play defense and that's going to be it. I'm going to watch. I got, a, I got a tall girl down there. Let me watch her go get the rebound. No, tell them to go as hard as they can to go get rebounds. Even if they don't get it, crash the boards on defense. All right? Make sure if there's a ball on the floor, don't slow down and let somebody get it if they're faster than you. Challenge them. Run all the way down. See if you can die, see if you can dive down and get that ball. Like I said, coaches love that. They love to see players that are going to play hard all the time. Make sure um, sometimes within some a lot of different systems, they may give you plays. Okay, so you need to be paying close attention to whatever they give you. If they give you a small little play to run, of let's say a five out, um, you know, cutting or something like that, or um, some something of a set to see who knows what and who can do what. Take the time. To try to to try to focus in and learn it, and if you have any questions, raise your hand. There's nothing worse than a kid that doesn't know something just standing there and trying to do it the right way and doing it wrong, because now that looks like oh, where they're not paying attention. If 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 your son or daughter doesn't know something, I encourage them to to pull the coach aside, ask a question. Hey, I don't get this. You said to do that. You know, we're doing this. Just ask questions. I don't think a lot of people will look down on you for asking questions. I don't ask. Too many questions. Obviously, there are certain things you need to ask questions for, but we're not trying to – you're not trying to be the teacher's pet. You know, you're not trying to get brownie points for, um, for trying to make the team or, or, you know, you're not trying to brown those in a sense to make the team. Uh, ask, ask the right questions, the questions that you don't know. Don't sit and just every time they do something, ask a question because that's, that's a distraction also. So ask the right questions. Um, if you don't know something, you know, and if you ask two or three questions, that's okay. But don't ask questions just because you feel like you want the coach to notice you. I mean, that, that, that could turn out, that could turn out and be bad. So you, so make sure you're asking the right, the right questions. Make, be sure to compete. I don't care if, um, you're the top returning player and, you know, everybody, everybody, um, that's trying out is clearly that you're separated from the pack. You still have to compete. You got to get down and you got to show people why you're supposed to be there. One thing, is I, one thing I tell a lot of kids is it's not about the tryout. I mean, I, I, you, should be looking, you should be looking a little bit further. So be looking to secure your spot. I'd be looking for, okay, I'm, I'm going to secure my spot as a starter. I'm not looking to make the team. I want to I want to secure my my spot as a starter. Or let's say last year, if you know you were a JV player and you know you started JV, well, I want to secure my spot on the bench. You know, one of the first to get off the bench. Maybe they have a, a, a senior class or whatever. I don't know, but just make sure that you're looking to secure your spot. That's the only way you're going to push and get better. So you should always be thinking how to climb the ladder. You know, if you were the third leading scorer, now you should be looking. For to be the second leading scorer, but you should be ironing the first. And I mean, you just you just continue to compete and to challenge yourself to be better. You got to be a better you got to be a better version of you every day. Uh, if you're making certain mistakes now, um, you know you made a couple mistakes in the preseason, or you made a couple mistakes in the beginning of the season. 
you need to be looking that down, you know, mid-season, you're not making that same mistake. You know, a lot of kids get caught up in, oh, they're going to do it this way. They're going to they're continue to do it the same way. Well, if this is a mistake and that's going to hurt your playing time or, you know, you got to think about it. Just because you're on the team this year doesn't mean you're going to make the team next year. And coach is going to remember that, okay, well, we talked about this mistake, you know, with so-and-so this many times. And they continue to make it uh, uh, day after day after day. The whole season, they never really changed anything. All right, they look at they look at a new kid at tryouts. They're going to remember what you did last year. If you had an attitude, all right, that's the, that's the next subject. Make sure you have the right attitude. We get it that if you get if you get frustrated with yourself, that's okay. Find a way to combat the frustration. Don't don't visit don't visibly show your frustration to anyone. I mean, as much as as much as you can, kind of hold it. If you kind of got to hit yourself on the leg, if you kind of got to got to ball your fist up, hold your hand for a second, then let it go. Try to show the right attitude all the time. All right, even if, you know, like I say, we we I'll have some podcasts talking about the season. As the season goes on, let's say you have somebody on your team and they keep messing up. Well, keep a positive attitude. Period. I mean, talk to them and you know, I mean, hold them accountable. But keep a positive attitude, especially in tryouts. If, if something's not going right and you're just having a bad day and you lash out at somebody, coaches are thinking, okay, we got a long season ahead. If this particular kid is going to lash out at any of our players, then we're going to have a problem. You know, so certain things can get bad real quick. So just make sure to keep a positive attitude, not only in tryouts, but keep a positive attitude going forward. You know, make that set that as a goal for yourself is always to have the right attitude. You don't know when your number is going to be called. The season is long. Basketball is a funny game. It twists. It turns. You know, you you can be the leading scorer in the preseason and, you know, knock on wood, somebody twists their ankle and then all of a sudden somebody emerges. That's how the game goes. That's how some of the great players that are out there now, they emerge from something. Either A, they worked at it in the summer, um, they finally got their number called. Uh, I remember Zach Irvin was playing at HSC High School, and he was on JV, and then all of a sudden he was starting varsity. I mean, this was in the same – this was within the same year. They're talking about how good he was, and then all of a sudden, I think it was – if I, if my if my memory serves me correctly, I remember them saying, oh, he was he, – he, this kid came from JV. And I remember the first couple of times he was coming off the bench and all of a sudden Zach Irvin was starting. So um, make sure you tell kids, even if they're, like, they're on the B team, and if they're on the B team, don't be content with being on the B team. Be like almost have it, put it in your, in your athlete's mind that when, you, when you're playing and let's say you get put on the B team and, and you know you're clearly better um, than someone on the A team or you know you're better than the B team. Don't sit down there and kind of have an attitude or be sour about it. You go out and show people like, hey, I'm supposed to be on the A-team. I mean, get it to the point that it's a clear difference. You're separating yourself from everybody else, and then I, I guarantee you somebody's going to take notice. So a lot of times we just kind of feel like, oh, well, I'm going to be I'm, – I'm, I'm going to JV this year as a junior. You know, I can't do JV as a senior, but I'm going as a junior, and I'm better than – this sophomore that they have over here on the varsity level that's in the gym practicing, you know, we're practicing, but he's on the varsity side or she's on the varsity side. Show them why, why you should be there. 
don't 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 take it into account and feel like oh well you know the, the coaches are just playing favorites and this that is at a certain point you're gonna have to step the athlete is gonna have to step up and they're gonna have to do and show what they're worth period so just make sure keep it in your kid's head no matter what no matter if they're on that borderline they're playing JV or they're playing freshman or they're on the B team keep it in their head that hey you got to show your worth you got to show people why you are who you are you got to go out here and work at it and 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 I guarantee you if you take on that mindset and you continue to work and work and work you're going to outwork some people but if you just sit back and just say hey I got pushed down for the fourth year um, on, I'm on the B team again, you know, I can't never make it because so-and-so's like this or so-and-so's like that. Don't start, don't let your, don't let your uh, student athlete make excuses because sports and basketball is just like life. You're, you're going to have somebody that's always going to have an edge that can possibly have an edge over you, but it depends upon how great you want to be and how hard you want to work. So we want to, we want to not only, not only for tryouts, but, for the regular basketball season, just be putting it in your head that you got to go out and you got to put in the work and you got to show why you should be on whatever team you're, you're or whatever your goal is. You got to show why you should be there. All right. Um, control what you can. There are certain things that are out of your control. Okay. So if, if your child is um, a good rebounder, a good defender, and offensively they're, they continue to work, the offense will get there, um, or or certain things will get there. So control what you can. If you're if you're not a good ball handler, um, you know, work within the system and work to your strengths. But control what you can. Don't go out and and, and tryouts and try to make all these moves dribbling, and you're not a strong and you're not a strong ball handler. Unless you've been working at it all summer and you've been putting it to the test, then I would say no. Play to your strengths. So period. So a lot of times. You know, you'll, you'll get the kid that's a good rebounder, plays good defense, and all of a sudden they come down and they want to throw up a jump shot. You know, that's, that's not playing to their strength. So make sure, you play, make sure you play to your strength. All right? So in a nutshell, I just want for uh, parents and kids, um, you know, just to focus on what's, what's going to give you the best opportunity, period. There's a lot of kids that – that, um, there's a lot of kids that – Coaches are going to have to pick from, but don't eliminate yourself off of um, just just different thought processes. All right, you got to be thinking the correct way, and this is the reason uh, I'm giving you this podcast because I want for your kid to be ready um, to to make the team. I want them to be ready physically, mentally. I want I want them to have all of that, and that's one of the things that you got to you almost got to talk to your kids about or let them listen to this podcast. It is Harvey Harrington. I'm thank, thank you for listening to the podcast. Um, we will have part three coming soon. Take care.